back to Weekend at Berkman's show about everything and nothing. I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder. Howdy, howdy. And the bourbon hunter, Stephen Haddix. Hello, folks. All right. Uh, first uh, official Weekend at Berkman's pod in the month of November. Uh, not really sure where the time has gone. Uh, I do want to hmm. welcome Mark back stateside uh, from Ooh. down under Argentina, that is. <laughs> we, uh, we were planning to do this last week, but um, de- delayed, delayed, that's okay. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know where the uh, the back half of this, this year has gone. I guess when you, you know, when you get to be Mark and I's age, uh, they say, time starts to go pretty quick first half of the year felt uh felt slow um but this this back half of the year has gone quick as it usually does especially for for me when you get into some of those things that you really enjoy like fall and and uh halloween and then uh and then thanksgiving i don't know do you do you guys uh we we'll get a chance to talk a little bit more about thanksgiving and, and plans and traditions but do you guys enjoy like thanksgiving as much as I do, it's that you know it's always blocked on that that Thursday Friday. You usually got some uh, mediocre football games on, a lot of food, <laughs> family. Are you guys have any big plans for Thanksgiving coming up? You, is that a holiday you enjoy? Yeah, I, it's one I you know circle every year. That's for sure. Mostly because we get two days off, which is nice. But uh, then also getting to see the family. It, it is truly the one one time of year where. Uh, we get together, put on the stretchy pants, and don't do a whole heck of a lot. We do watch uh, a lot of football. Um, my at the Snyder house, and we all we all converge on my my, my mom and dad's house. Um, generally, the day Thanksgiving Day itself is set to the Dallas Cowboy game, and so depending on when they're playing is when the various meals and accoutrements will make its way out. Mm um in in the house and my mom is very good about planning the menu and that includes like the morning the breakfast the breakfast beverages the lunch the timing of the cowboy game the snacks and then the dinner uh so i i truly do look forward to that i get together with my my brother and his side of the family and and it's a, it's just a good time to sit and do a whole lot of nothing uh the parade is my dad has a big macy's thanksgiving day parade guy and not the repeat or the rerun he likes to watch the original uh or the the first running of the parade not the replay you know that comes on later on and so he and i will watch a bit of it and he gets my kids to sit in there with him i think they're getting to the point where they're a little bit older and they think it's a little weird but uh, he loves the parade and his favorite part is when santa claus comes in at the end not to ruin it for anybody that hasn't watched it but santa claus comes in at the end to usher in christmas uh mm-hmm. so i don't know I, I i smile a lot i think my my dad and i and my brother and i have a tradition of trying to find a bottle of bourbon that we've never tried before and we'll take that uh oh. over to the house so yeah we've got a, we've got a number of traditions that we like to to have but i mean truly it's just getting together hanging out and eating uh a lot and it's a it's a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, maybe you can uh, maybe you can go back through the pods and uh, listen to the Bourbon Hunter. Maybe get you a bottle of mm-hmm. uh, Colonel Mu- some Colonel Mustard or something. Colonel Mustard in, like in the that. library. Yeah, with the rope. That's that's what I plan to get. 
Uh, I, I actually do Something have a couple. I took, I took, yeah, a bottled in bond, Kentucky <laughs> juice. I don't want any of those yeah. supply chain wacky ones that go via California and Oregon, but I do have a couple, couple uh, that I'm, I'm going to try. So yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah, Thanksgiving. Hopefully I've, Hopefully I, I taught you something, Mark, and, and please, oh, yeah. please don't buy a bad one. And I'd rather you call me when you're at the store versus buying a bad one. So I want you oh, yeah. to be the proud one bringing the good bottle that oh, everybody yeah. likes to drink. Ooh. So just let me know. Definitely. Similar plans for you, Stephen, I'm sure. Yes, this one we traditionally go back to my parents' Uh house up there in dallas and all the brothers come in and uh recently kind of been switching up the last couple of years we've been doing deep fried turkeys which is a game Ooh. changer that is uh they're injected and then deep fried and and uh really flavorful and great and uh so it'll be fun seeing everybody especially the young nieces and nephews and all that too it's fun and we always i always bring the Bring the football. Uh, that's one of my favorite things on <laughs> Thanksgiving Day or the day after is bring the football and go outside and throw it. It's something we've always done. And laugh if you want, but it's a, it's a great, great I love it. throwing the football. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, no, excited, excited to see everybody. And, and I think what we need to do, Mike, maybe you can put a pin in this one for a episode before Thanksgiving, is I think we need to debate or maybe after Thanksgiving. Hmm. We need to debate Thanksgiving food. And I'm not going to give it away. But I think we need to debate it. Okay. Um, so we'll we'll uh, I'll give you some hints and we'll dive in on that one. Yeah, we'll do we'll do that before, and we can talk about sides and desserts and mains and everything else. But I, I mean, I think bringing a football is probably literally the least you could do. So may, maybe you could well, also bring. I, like it's a not the turkey. only thing I do. No, it's not the only thing I do. I'm just saying it's one of like the best parts of Thanksgiving to me is 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 taking the football outside and throwing it. Okay. Maybe a smoked turkey, given your your new prowess. Yeah, I'll bring something up smoked. I will. I will definitely provide some smoked meats of some sort okay. and bring it to the party. There's no doubt. All right, lovely. And I was what looking about you, at. Mike? Well, so I I know that you guys like to sneak in and out of Dallas without letting me know. So, but don't worry about it this oh. time. I'll be. Oh, here I'll we be in go. Michigan. Yeah, no, I'll be in Michigan up north. Um, with uh with the family it's um you know it's probably about 50 50 that it snows but we got a little little tradition uh on the friday after we'll go and uh, cut down a tree and uh oh. put that up and and decorate and everything else so nice. um yeah yeah no that i think i think uh you know thanksgiving is pretty good it's always you always get the four-day weekend you always get the the good food and the in the football and then you don't have to worry about all the the christmas presents right so it's sort of like christmas lights like all the all the the pros of of christmas without the mm. uh without the gifts so um i did look at the the lineup and pretty good i mean mm -hmm. pretty good set of games here we got we got buffalo de trois that that may mm. be a shellacking mm -hmm. but you know, at uh, David Goliath, that you know, you never know. Mm -hmm. You got uh, Giants in Dallas. That'll be a that'll be a big one. Oh yeah. Um, Stephen likes to say, and then you got New England, Minnesota. So Minnesota, pretty formidable this year, and uh, Billichick's gonna try to come in on Thanksgiving and steal mm -hmm. their steal their turkey. So um, looks like a good slate uh, for the twenty fourth. So we'll be be looking forward to that. Um, I did want to um, just call out. 
to the um, the millions of viewers on video that I've I've gone ahead and uh, mm -hmm. put my money where my mouth is here, and I've got the um, I don't I think this is the away kit uh, oh. for Fulham. So it's uh, the um, I believe the website called it um, mint green and navy, uh, and I don't know if you can I don't know if you can see, but it's got some some texture oh, yeah. uh, going That's on. Nice. Here. Oh. It's, it's not like active camo or whatever. Apparently it's supposed to be, uh, give you the feel of like the brick of the Craven cottage. Mm. Um, oh, so, wow. Yeah. So it's That's impressive um, about an Adidas there. Yep. And it, it's Adidas and it's, um, I've got the, uh, one of the main sponsors hmm. here, W W 88. Um, I challenge you to, uh, to find that you might have a better, a better chance of finding out of what was the name of that company, Stephen Black BlackRock. Well, we don't speak of uh, don't, okay. Black Rock. Sorry, we'll expunge that. And then on the <clears throat> on the sleeve here, I've oh. got a, another W. Not to Fancy. be confused with with W eighty eight, but it's uh, W World Mobile, um, mobile, which I don't think is. Yeah, I don't think that's actually a um, mobile company. I think it's some mm. sort of blockchain. Uh, currency deal going on, so gotcha. um, I'm I'm quite pleased. Uh, you put this pair of this with like a nice pair of um navy Lulu shorts or hmm. whatever you like, and uh, it's it's a pretty nice jersey. I um I don't know, Mark, if if yours fits well. Mine mine fits pretty well. Like I yeah. I think that you know this yeah. is exactly the size that I would have uh got if I mm -hmm. you know was able to try it on beforehand. So. Um. Yeah, I guess the the question is, Stephen, when uh, when are you gonna get your mm. Nottingham kit? Mm. I'm looking here. You've got you've got four options. You've got the home kit, which is like a Nottingham red, mm. all red. That I don't know if that's your mm -hmm. if that's your jam or not. You've got the away kit, which looks it's kind of a canary yellow mostly mm. with uh, it sort of looks mm -hmm. like the Brazil flag, like the Brazil team. Uh, jersey then the th i actually have a third kit mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. which uh you know i don't know it sort of looks like a uh looks like a pack that? of highlighters exploding yeah what's that uh what's that thing you do like painting with a twist where you drink while you're painting that looks like uh somebody hmm. took a crack at a jersey and then the, the goalkeeper kit is just a uh, a solid blue so um I don't, Nottingham didn't put a whole lot of money into their designs or their roster, but um, <laughs> still, you know, I think at this point, given that, uh, you know, we're this far into the season and Nottingham's likely to be relegated, I might let you off the hook. And uh, Well, here's my thing. I'll put this it on. This kid stinks. Uh, I'll ask Santa for it, and if it comes down my chimney, then great. If not, it wasn't meant to be. How about that? How about okay, you let that's... me ask Santa? I'll ask Santa for you. I have kids. Got it. And Got I don't know. It. Okay. All right. I'll Mike, it them. does look nice. I like that. It looks really nice on you. Yeah. I like the color. I... The W88. Really nice. I really think it stands for weight. It's like a, you know, one of those. It's nice. Weight like eight. Weight, weight eight. Weight squared. Yeah. Um, it looks nice. You look good. We need to coordinate. Well, I'll wear my jersey this year. My kit the same day you wear your kit. Okay, we'll and I'm go, wearing red. Go a so think... We'll go to a pub, <laughs> maybe watch a game. Yeah. The key is yeah. when they play each other, we need to go to the game mm. and watch it at the pub. Oh, jeez. Okay. Go to the game. 
God. Well, that's All right. Not I'll let easy. you guys do that. I will uh, watch from afar. I don't. Very yeah, I don't think there's much of a chance that our game's going to be on any TV where we can yeah, find that's it. True. But uh, but we're fans, yeah. and we'll try. Yeah, it's it's pretty much a two horse race at this point between mm-hmm. uh, Arsenal and uh, Man yeah. City. Um, Fulham somewhere there in the middle. Nottingham still DFL. And uh, I think, unfortunately, um, Bournemouth had a bad few weeks here. They they fell yeah. from middle of the tables to another one point, literally one point above relegation. But hey, still got quite a few games left. You know, twenty five so games left. You never yeah. know. Never know. Could it could get better? Yeah, I'm just it, I'm just glad that Arsenal's going to have a little competition for the time being. Um, I, after F one, I think we were all a little a uh, little worn out with. You know, no competition at all. And and last season ended up being pretty much the same thing for for Man City. And so we've got at least got a little bit of competition. But, no, I'm I'm happy. And, um, you know, Mark, I'd like to see yours again. I think yours was was uglier than mine, if I I recall. But (laughs) both of ours definitely probably better than whatever Steven would get. Mm, Mm. All right. Uh, this this week in golf, so um, hand to heart. Wait, there's here. golf going on. Yeah, well, uh, hand to heart. <laughs> did either of you watch uh, any of the live final event uh, of the season that took took place two weeks ago? That uh, if we call no. watch, no. I I saw <laughs> like a couple minute clip on Twitter. So yeah, I mean no. Okay. But I can say the same about the PGA Tour stuff that's no, going that's on fair. because these current tournaments, I tell you what, they're bringing out the big guns. Uh, so, yeah, I would say in the past month and a half, I've watched the same amount of PGA Tour as I have Live, which is exactly zero. Okay. Wow. Hey, I mean, this, the tournament this past weekend I thought was pretty decent. You know, Victor Hovland defending down there in uh, what, Mayakoba. You got Scheffler in the mm. field. There were some big names in there. I think Colin Morikawa might have shown up. Jason Day. I don't. I don't remember everybody, but it yeah. was a decent tournament. I watched. No, I think. I think that's fair. I. Th- I think that's that's been the narrative, even pre-live was was after you know Ryder Cup, Presidents Cup finished. You're pretty much on to, you know, football, hockey, World Series, yeah. basketball, uh, yeah. whatever you right. prefer. Yeah. Check in with get... you in February. Because yeah. the January the January tour stops, the Hawaii, Hawaii tournaments they don't really do much for me. So I I really start watching in February. That's when I, that's when I start caring. Yeah, caring um, not caring. Yeah, clarify. But anyway, so that so that live finale was uh, was it Doral, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a it was a bit of a, a hodgepodge. Of, uh, of formats there so friday it was all over yes yeah friday was match play uh for each so for each team so each team has you know four players uh and so there were there were two singles matches and then there was one uh doubles match where they played alternate shot um with the clown's mouth and yeah i try and stay up here mm-hmm. so then but there were some buys involved there um so like the teams that were 
I think I think let's call it the top four teams in the seedings didn't have to play on Friday. So then on Saturday, the teams who are at the top who got those buys, they got to pick who they played. Um, mm-hmm. So one of those teams uh, was the uh, the four aces, captained by uh, Captain DJ Dustin Johnson. So, um, and then eventually we got to I think, and I think it was the exact same format. I think it was match play again with two singles, and then one of the matches being uh, a pair paired up playing alternate shot again. And then eventually you got to Sunday um, with only four teams left, and then they played low cumulative stroke play. So just, yeah, just all, not exactly, uh, not exactly NCAA uh, college world series, but, uh, but pretty close. Um, so it, and it didn't matter that Cam Smith actually had the lowest outright score on Sunday. It was, it was uh, cumulative across uh, the four, four people on each of the four teams remaining. So, uh, congratulations to the uh, the four aces. Um, they they took home uh, the cheddar, uh, quite a bit of cash there. So that team was, of course, made up of Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, uh, Taylor Gooch, and the legend Pat Perez. Mm-hmm. Um, DJ did promptly, though, do a swap on his team. Uh, Gooch is gone, gone to the Niblicks for, uh, for your guys' boy. Uh, U-line, so he'll be coming Ooh. out for the four aces. So wow. I think this already some you know, controversy. Nice. Well, four aces is a dynasty. I'm calling mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I don't want to put the D word on them, but it seemed like a dynasty. Yeah, they. Uh, you know, I I think one of the things I I was listening to criticism of, and and you know whatever you say about live, one thing you got to keep in mind is this was their first year, so they'll continue to to tweak, and that's probably you know, one of the advantages you would point out versus the tour is that they're willing to, you know, to evolve and tweak as they go. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, the teams I think were changing continuously throughout the year. And so this is, a, this is one of the things they may change is to, to keep them static so they can develop some sort of um, legacy or just dynasty or whatever you want to call it. Um, and some of this, this trading and whatnot that would go on, but um yeah, they took home sixteen million um, as a team. Not bad. So, Not bad. Yeah, four uh, mm. four large, four large each. Um, a lot of large, a lot of largeness. Man, think about think about being Pat Perez for a little bit. I mean, the guys <sighs> practically shot what high schoolers do at high school tournaments, and he's bagged like ten, twelve, what maybe twelve million dollars now. Yeah, it's a lot of cash. Four. I mean, and then he was going crazy on the stage, I think spraying champagne. And it's like, bro, like you wouldn't even want anything on the PGA tour. You would have been missing cuts and but man, good for him, man. He's, yeah, he's that's the dream. Doing a whole if you finish last place in every if you made the cut and finished last place in the on the PGA tour, you and you finished last place. Like this week's last place was like 17, 18 grand. If you finish last mm-hmm. place after making the cut, you'd make, you'd make about a million bucks if you played all 52 weeks. Wow. Right. So put that in perspective. He didn't shoot under par and made $20 million, <laughs> you know, in like four tournaments, five tournaments. It's just, I mean, like I, 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 I mean, these guys, hey, 
I don't fault them for going to make the cash. I think, again, take the geopolitical crap out of it. You know, that everybody wants to make a big deal about it. I'm like, the dude wasn't made money. And, I mean, these guys on the PGA Tour, and most of them at that, at you know, at the cut line or whatever, aren't making the cut every week. So they're not making a million dollars. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it's going to be interesting. And Rory this week, you know, coming out and saying, hey, we got to figure out how to coexist. And, you know, uh, there's interesting comments. We'll see where it goes from here. That's for sure. I don't know. Going to be interesting. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's like Perez hit a penny stock. I mean, he just <laughs> wasn't hardly making Give me a million shares. Yep. Jumped yep. at the right time and cashed in. And, you know, he's, he's w- I don't know that he would have been on that list to have ever won a major. Um, so I think it was definitely the, the right move for him. And um, I mean, has he, has he, I think I know he's won a couple of tournaments, but man, I mean, I don't know. They they got to do relegation and live. Like they keep adding, but they got to relegate. I think. Yeah. And he's definitely one. I mean, he's got to get kicked off the dynasty group and <laughs> kick him off the tour, I mean, Doug. Seriously, hey. I'm not. All all the scores count, Stephen. Mm-hmm. And clearly, I know. Clearly, but Perez pulled his way. It's like college. It's just uh, like in college, you know. I mean, all the scores count. Well, you're top mm. few anyway. Yeah, mm. here everybody's got to play. So mm-hmm. you know, President shot ten o- ten over. They they could have been in jeopardy, but he you know he showed he showed up enough. He mm-hmm. and he didn't get traded, so he's you know he's still in good favor of the captain DJ. But anyway, they're uh, they're done for the year. So on to next year. We'll see what their schedule looks like. We'll break that down um, when that comes out. See how much is stateside versus international. Um, and then what, what changes come in terms of the format? Do they still do the, the goofy shotgun and the change in the teams or they start to start to change some things or start to, you know, try to, um, comply a bit more in order to get into world golf rankings. So all these questions remain, but, uh, that's it for the first, uh, first live season. All in the uh-huh. books. Uh, and then on, on the tour, so uh, Stephen alluded to not a whole heck of a lot going on that's noteworthy. One thing that is a little noteworthy is that um, this coming week, uh, the tour stop is in Houston. Um, oh, so yeah. Back of the woods. Yeah, and uh, so that used to be a place out on the northeast side of town. Um, it got moved over to uh, Memorial Park, uh, mm-hmm. which had actually been, I think, on the tour road back when Arnie and maybe others were, were playing, um, but came back there. Uh, Memorial Park is one of the places that I, I absolutely love. Um, it's a beautiful place. They've, they've pumped a bunch of money into mm-hmm. it, and uh, obviously um, the course as well. Uh, one of those, uh, it's relatively close to the city. Um, current sponsor is Cadence Bank. I don't, I don't know where that is. Um, mm. I guess all, all banks are usually either Canadian or or U.S., so I don't have to look up where that's out of. But I wanted to ask: Have you guys? Uh, is it, it is it is a public uh, city course, if you will. I guess a muni, if you will. Yeah. Um, have either of you had a chance to play out there in anything you remember noteworthy, good or bad? Mark, I played. His head. I'll start with yeah, that. no, I played. Uh, I played it before the the renovation. I thought it was a, it was a fun course. They used to have the many many years ago. If I said fifties or so. You check me on that, Department of Corrections, if you want. But 50s or so, they used to have the Shell Houston Open, the Tour Championship, I think, even maybe back in the day. 
That mm. part might be a deep, deep stretch on my part, but they used to have a tournament there. The, it was a great course. It was it was the city course inside of Houston. They have a few other uh, city courses as well, but this is kind of the one on this side of town that anybody could get on. Um, they redid the course. I think Brooks, Brooks Kupka, Kupka was one of the King Krupa helped on the kind of the, what am I looking for here? The design, the redesign, the renovation, but he was kind of the player uh, PGA Tour Pro that helped with that, and I think it's a great. They did a good job. A lot of the course, the holes. I think you can see the old course still there, uh, but they did some really good stuff with it. I liked it. It was a fun course to play. I think it's kind of cool that you can play the course that the pros play. They had some deal where they kept the you know the green fees relatively flat for two years. I think they're now allowed to up them because they mm. put a lot of money into it. So we'll see what that does to play. But um, great course, great facility. Like you said, center of town, so much going on right around it. And they've they've pumped a lot of money into not just the course, but the park around it as well. Just a cool atmosphere. And they, they've done a lot of – they made it look really cool. And then it's really accessible from a fan's perspective. So you can get around it pretty easy. And tickets are cheap. If you all are in the Houston area, I encourage you to go. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Man, these I'm looking at their green fees. Resident, mm-hmm. resident on a weekend, twenty eight dollars. Non resident, hundred and ten. Holy mackerel! Oh wow! They're fleecing you if you come if you're coming in from out of town. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Stephen, you haven't you haven't played out there or been out there? No, uh, of course driven past it, but before or after, mm-hmm. never played it at all. Um, you know, and I think my thing is I've definitely looked into playing it, but how the the last I heard, even with the renovations, it's still, um, you know, the I think it's what Wednesday or something like that. They do the um, uh, kind of uh, there's something crazy with how they do the tea times. Mm, it's not yes, like standard yeah, a lot. call up. You got it's a lot lottery, lottery, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. So. A couple of times I looked into it. I just haven't wanted to screw with that. And, and it's just easier to go somewhere else that's closer. Um, but I do want to get out there. It, it is my goal to get out there, but just really haven't tried too hard to, to do it. But sounds like I need There's, to. Sure. Well, there, yeah. yeah. I mean, it'd be, it'd be cool to go out there and walk it, but you could always just, you know, go walk around it um, at the park. They've got like a three mile uh, trail yeah. loop that goes around it. But, few things for me that I remember. So um, one is there's a place there called Beck's Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's still there and the sign is still there. And I, you know, it's some sort of burger place in, I guess, in Houston. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's good enough. Um, I, I think it, I think it's been there since I had, I had first moved to Houston. So it was there before all these gourmet you know, five guys and all these other places really hit the scene. So I guess Beck's prime is good enough, enough of a staple to stay there, even with the course renovations. That's, you know, Rory rocks up and he can go over to Beck's prime and and get a burger there Mm -hmm. in the uh, clubhouse. That's interesting. They really haven't done a lot to change that. Uh, They they put a few bucks into the clubhouse, but yeah, there's still Beck's prime. As of the last time I was there, who knows, maybe it's changed, but I think it's still there. And I already, I already mentioned the park. The park is accessible to anyone, you know, mm-hmm. the other 361 or outside of that week. So I'd be interested to see if you can still show up and walk around and, and peek in uh, through the trees while they're 
playing golf. Um, so I might try to catch a little bit of the broadcast uh, for that. The third thing, and I'm interested, I'm a bit um, interested that why Mark didn't mention this was the lottery no, no, no. system. No, the lottery system that came with that tee time. So you, I don't, I feel like you weren't even really guaranteed to get a tee time. So you had to like, what you had to like call in, you know, stand on one leg, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, recite wait. the pledge of allegiance and uh, the bill of rights. It was, uh, and then you simple. may, may or may not get a, get a tee time. Mm-hmm. So they had some sort of weird, you know, lottery system tee time thing going on there. Who knows? It's actually a little uh, reminiscent of, the system that was in place for uh, Beth Page, um, which of yes. course the, the three of us had the, the pleasure to play, and we can recount that visit at some point. But um, I'm, I'm looking at their website, and it's like you know, three days out, you got to call this number, you got to create an account, blah blah blah. So um, I don't know if it's worth it. It's probably worth it if you're in the city, but it's not worth uh, traveling to like like Beth Page and going through going through whatever system they got there. But be, I'll be looking on TV just to see how the course, how the course presents, and uh, if there's uh, any good golf played there in between the football. <laughs> uh, a little pre-Department of Corrections. So, Mark, you had oh, mentioned no. that. Yeah, you had mentioned Rory was from Ireland. Um, so I guess we need to revisit our geography lesson. Okay, here, so. here we go. Northern yeah, Ireland. So, yeah. Yeah. So in, you've got England as a country. And then if you add on uh, Scotland and Wales, then you get into what's called Great Britain. And then when you add on uh, Northern Ireland, which is, of course, where Rory is from, then you get into the United Kingdom. All so, right, all right, all right. Yeah. Um, lastly, so uh, I got some, some bad news for you guys. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be uh, quitting my job and uh, be moving to golf.com. To be a nice. writer there, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a writer. Apparently, any boob um, can go over there <laughs> and write. I'd li- I'd like to read for you uh, mm-hmm. something from an article, and, and Mark, maybe you can um, deny or corroborate these. But uh, there was an article that said uh, five tips uh, if you're playing in a pro am. Mm-hmm. So, uh, number one, huh. keep moving. Number two, the uh, formats are friendly. Number three, do your best. Uh, Number four, know the distance of your shot. And number five, number five, be a team player. Wow. I, um, oh my. Who wrote that? And are they still employed? Good point. You should go work there. (laughs) Need significant improvement. That's terrible. That's not, I mean, Okay, I'll I mean, give you the I'll give you the have oh. fun, keep moving, yeah, because I get it. Just pro ams are like these guys are charting the course, mapping the holes. I agree with that, but at no point in time in my experiences did I ever feel like you know Lee Jansen was like, "Hey guys, you guys suck. Like we got to move fast." Like none of that. There was never any of that. I mean, it was it was fun, and he. He did what he needed to do. His caddy did what he needed to do. I will say the formats are not scrambles. They're oh. big on like managing this thing like a USGA, you know, sanctioned thing, you know, with scores being kept, which, you know, I guess I can understand. But at the same time, like all the teams come in like 22 under par. So it's like 
make it a scramble so it's a little less everybody playing their own ball. That would take less time. Everything, all my experience has been, you know, it's, it's all best ball, which I, you know, I kind of scratch your head at. You're like, okay, whatever. Um, but were there, whoever were, wrote that article is terrible. Were, were there, Jeez. were Wait. there any fans? Um, in the one that you no, played in? No, not really. Uh, well, I take that back. There was a few, few of them in the, in like a few, uh, and and you know, I might they might have been vendors that were there just sitting and kind of you know hanging out. Okay. I, I would say there weren't any paid for fans at the tournament. No. Okay. No. Because I, I thought some of the tips might have been like, especially if if you're playing like if you're teeing off with like fan lined fairways or you know like like practice no. a stock shot or practice a shot where you won't kill anybody like that like that that would be a useful tip or like no. No. you know have some some jokes or something ready to go if you chunk a shot in front mm. of Jansen or you know like something like that but those those tips were bad and I just I was terrible like, I guess that's all it takes to to write a goal.com <sighs> scrape the it bottom has- of the barrel it has to be a Gen Zer because that sounds like participation trophy written all over it. Like, just have fun and everybody wins. Like that's Gen Z to the T. Mm-hmm. And I just, and I was telling you last last week how my dear mother, the sweetheart, telling telling everybody to do do their best. And I was like, I don't maybe 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 she's on the payroll. Maybe she wrote that. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> okay. Ish. Well, let's move on to everybody's favorite segment, the old drink review. I'm going to start with the old man. What do you got for us? Now that we're past the Oktoberfest, what do you got? I know. There, I, there's a big part of me that's sad. Uh, I did go look. I, I uh, scoured a couple stores to see if there was any uh, new Oktoberfest. There were some, but, you know, they were from, I'd say, the microbreweries uh, that, you know, Mike is, is looking after. So I didn't mm-hmm. really do that, but... Uh, I did go. Um, I, I might have texted you boys about a um, local watering hole here near my house, where on certain nights of the week, I actually every night of the week, they have dollar fifty mystery cans. Um, and I was given a mystery can that I didn't think was a very big mystery can, but it's something I was reacquainted with. And it, I, I officially entered into evidence Carbock as a, a uh, large domestic brewer now because they are owned by a larger uh, company but uh, i was given a carbock love street okay have any of you guys heard of this i think it's where, hard to find these days actually where has this been my entire life uh yeah, it's, it's my uh so i've got a real treat for you guys today a real treat a carbock love street it's a blonde uh beer i'd say i put it in the lager category um but it's like it's actually a Kolsch, but the Kolsch. No, I know it's. Uh, I, I say I like my lager. I can't tell you, Mark. Mark you being serious? You've never had this, right? I, I guess can't not. Tell if you're being fish. Wait, what? I don't think so. I swear maybe I've maybe, been maybe with you've had it. I swear. If I have, I apologize. I, I I will freely eat crow. I just don't. I don't remember. I thought. I, yeah, I thought this was like a little skit, being like, no, I no, never no. had this. Just kidding. Like, I have you ever have you ever had a Bud Light before? I got one yesterday. It was amazing. No, uh, Carbach Love Street. What it, makes this had, even worse is yeah. that this is the largest brewery, like probably in the United Ooh. States, in your general vicinity. Correct. Fair. 
And they apparently got quite a bit. No, they got a lot. They got a lot of beer. So I've looked them up, and uh, I might be uh, (laughs) tapping the Rockies of Carbach beer, so to speak, um, in future episodes. But anyway, this was a mystery beer. We got it for $1.50. I really liked it, so I I got another can, uh, and the lovely bartender uh, allowed me to bring it home, which was nice. Uh, so shout out to her. She knows who she is. I appreciate the, the and she's getting fired tomorrow. Nope. I told her I, I would not name names or nor where I got it from. Uh, anyway, Carbach Love Street, uh, kind of a blonde, lighter beer. Uh, really, really like it. It's quite nice. Yeah. Uh, good flavor, beginning to end. Um, I'd give this a four out of five lawnmowers. I mean, it's a quality, quality item. Um, made only better by my new koozie that i've got here national lampoon's christmas vacation with chevy chase mm. on it uh That's a good one. Love start that. watching that movie oh yeah uh, anyway highly highly recommend carbach doing good stuff over there stuff over there excuse me and i i'm i'm sure i've had i just don't remember steven so don't don't be all you know hater on me here you know, you know what i would say to that steven hmm. are you serious clark are you serious clark <laughs> Are you serious? No, you know they're, you know they're well going to have done. that on 24 hours like they do uh, a Christmas story. They're going to do that this year. Uh, National Lampoons and uh, Elf is going to be on for 24 hours in a row. You're welcome. little land yap there. What channel is that? TBS, I believe. I'll oh, double wow. check. I'll double check. Clearly That's me. 60 Minutes is bringing in the viewers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, You're a mess. All right. Bourbon Hunter, Ooh. what do you got for us this week? Well, let me back up, Mark. Can I put in a suggestion that next week you review Crawford Bach, given that it's timely with the Astros? Mm-hmm. That's an Astros can. I think maybe that's a uh, stays in the car yes. box. Yes. I don't yes. know. I don't know. I think good idea. Yeah. Okay. You there. Thank you. Oh, I'm gonna go. And I know, you, and and I know you've had Crawford Bach. Yes, so... I've had Crawford Bach. Very good. <laughs> okay, and I yeah. know you like it a lot. So yeah. okay. All right. What do I got? What do I got here? And treat. since Mark didn't say it, I got a real treat. <laughs> I did. I said a real <laughs> treat. I don't know. I didn't think I heard it. I was actually oh, I quite shocked. Go I thought it was listen. coming. Go back and listen. Okay. Um, all right. So this is uh, one I've had for a little bit, but cracked it last week. This is out of our friends in Vegas, Smoke Wagon. Ooh. I've already done, I think, actually, the first two episodes. Oh, yeah, the first episode. Uh, yeah. First and second episode was their uh, their standard straight. Then their small batch, which I really like. That's a, that's a good one. Well, this is, they have two others. They have the uncut, and then they have the uncut, the younger, right? So this is the uncut, the younger. It came out just a couple months ago. It's newer. Um, and all this is, is it's uncut, meaning that they're not uh, pulling down the proof of it at all. And it's younger, meaning that it's just not as aged as the standard uncut. Uh, so this is coming in at uh, uh, 114. So again, kind of at the top Maybe. of where I That's enjoy. beyond mine. Yeah, it is very. It is it is beyond bond at a hundred. So it's under fourteen, and I've done some that are up in the one twenties with y'all, which um, mm. the last one I didn't like. But anyway, so this one, it it has the nose of the standard uh, smoke wagon. So 
really like a lot of uh, vanilla in it. Um, it's good. It's not one that um, I will uh-uh. um, probably pick up again to say, but but I, here's my thing. Of the smoke mm. wagons, the small batch is the go-to. I think a lot, everybody either likes their uncut or their small batch, depending on just kind of where your proof preferences lie. Um, but small mm. batch is where it's at again. It's good. I'm drinking it. I, I've had it uh four five probably four times now and this is the maybe the fifth so i mean again i'm drinking it i'm enjoying it but um now that i've had three out of their four bourbons or or of their non-rise i i will stick to the small batch but Mm. again they're doing good stuff in vegas and i think it'll get even better as as it continues to uh age and they get some better aging stuff out there but again good for good for vegas it's popular stuff. <laughs> flies off the shelf. Yeah, I, w- I would think they lack a primary component uh, in booze, which is water. Water. But uh, yes. I guess. Yeah, they're draining the Colorado <laughs> for this. No big deal. In Lake Mead. <laughs> they're yeah. causing those dead bodies to be dead found bodies. in Lake Mead. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, little little uh, homework assignment for you is figure out if that is, in fact, named after the, uh, the line in Tombstone. Um, the obligatory tombstone reference whenever you pull up smoke wagon, but uh, go ahead and research that and uh, and report back. Sure. Uh, <laughs> since you were struggling with googling your jersey sponsor, I'll yeah. take the responsibility of trying to find it. Mm. So okay. I got you. Don't worry. Here, your option is <laughs> to find the the con- the country of origination for W eighty eight, or if smoke wagon was named after deal. Uh, all right, good. Or both uh, for, for extra credit. Um, so I, uh, I went ahead. I, I tried to get ahead of Mark, but uh, apparently mm. he's going to do the Carbach Rota um, now that he's discovered Carbach. We can discuss. We um, can half discuss. Mile down the road. Um, so I went ahead and um, I went over to Samuel Adams. Um, so we're, we're into that time of the year where we're going to get some of the, oh. uh, the festive ones. So I've gone with uh samuel adams winter lager so this is a seasonal festive and smooth i honestly don't remember if this is one i i usually get like the sam uh seasonals i think they've got like an old fezzy wig um some other things that they throw in there i'm I'm a huge fan of the uh what is it the shiner cheer with the peach and the cans some of those other ones we'll be featuring those but um this one is winter lager uh description says no matter what or how you celebrate this spiced holiday lagers rich malt notes and accents of cinnamon ginger and orange malt. peel are perfect mm. for any festivity so um it's kind of an interesting bottle uh in terms of the color it's like a golden blue like uh, i don't, mm-hmm. I don't it doesn't particularly... remind me of winter like i i yeah. feel like oktoberfest screams oktoberfest but mm-hmm. that yeah it's not what i was expecting from mm-hmm. the label yeah maybe they, they mailed it in a little bit because it is the winter lager so maybe there's some other other winter beers that they'll have but um, it's golden like a lager maybe who knows yeah it's it's okay uh i would say you know, it's almost like if they merged the Oktoberfest and the standard issue Boston Lager. It's a, it's a little bit like that. So I don't 
I don't get nearly the hmm. nearly the cinnamon ginger or I get a little orange peel, but not not a ton. So um, hmm. this is not not a recommend for me. Uh, you know, maybe if you needed a winter lager ten years ago and there wasn't hmm. as many as there are in, in the market uh, today. But I will be, uh, yeah, up from from here on through the season, I'll be featuring um, all of the the winter varietals, as Mark would say. Mm-hmm. And um, this one, uh, probably not going to be a repeat for me, unless it shows up in a sampler pack with some mm-hmm. of the other good offerings from Sam Adams. All right. Um, so uh, when it comes to cowhide, uh, hmm. uh, give the uh, fellow uh, podcasters here a choice. Is this something we want to dive into, or is this? I, I know this life chose you, Stephen, but uh, <laughs> you know our teams have basically sucked royally. Um, so I don't, I don't know if this is something we want to dive into, or if we just kind of want to gloss yeah. over to maybe some of the other sports out there. Yeah, maybe let's let's keep it rolling. Let's just say. Um... <laughs> The last time we lost to Kansas and Kansas State, uh, thanks to uh, – all right, let me check. Last time we lost to Kansas and Kansas State, uh, that was my Aflac trivia question to my buddy Chad. He's a listener, so shout out, Chad. He did the research and found it's 1995. Oh. Guys, it should never happen. It should just never happen, like – yeah, it's not good. Injuries have really plagued us. Like we we yeah. got really uh, we've gotten banged up after the tech game. The problem was we had our bye week very early on, so we haven't had you know in conference play some time to really get guys rested and and healthy again. So injuries have plagued us. Had a bunch of starters out, uh, but even our backups um, should be capable of beating the teams up in up in Kansas. So yeah, it's been a been a bad two weeks not as um mad as i thought i'd be about it but um you know kudos to me uh but yeah i'm going up to stillwater i'm going up to stillwater this coming week um making the trek up there so excited to uh experience a game day up there again getting the stadium it was supposed to be a sellout um that was before we've lost two in a row so we'll see uh how many tickets are now up, up for sale but hey i'm i'm gonna go it's supposed to be a blackout it's a 230 game so uh, i don't know mm. but anyways um you might need to be blackout if they're gonna play like they have been yeah oh yeah and thank goodness then the last couple of years they started selling alcohol in the stadium so oh. <laughs> yeah so that, that'll be nice but no i'm excited to get up there it should be yeah. a nice uh yeah, cool be weather day. yeah be on campus again Love it. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, I, know, I hope that you get a chance to at least go to your favorite coffee place there. Oh, yeah. oh, better believe it. That is my plan. First thing in the morning, coffee and breakfast there. I'm so excited, guys. That that was the very first thing that popped in my head was coffee, coffee in the morning and a coffee when we leave. That's clean. I make the most of clean it. Clean living. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
This is that frozen drink you uh, you made me go get, right? Isn't that what this is that you like? Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do all the fancy hot mm-hmm. drinks. Then they do. They do the frozen granita, which is granita, the bomb, the bomb. It is pretty so, good. That yeah, thing goes that down a little too easy. I've had a couple of those. I'll be double fisting. I'll uh, do a hot and a cold. Wowzers. coming out of there. Yeah, oh yeah. Hmm. Hey, when you get it only every couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Got to make yeah. the most of it and support local business. You know? Absolutely, you know, shop local, drink local, whatever it is. It's uh... Mike. You didn't ask me, but you know, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm not a fair weather fan. The Oklahoma State Cowboys. I'll cheer them on whether we win or lose. Uh, I, I I do agree with Stephen. We the injury bug has hit us pretty hard when we're we're down to our third string quarterback. You know, and throwing what four or five interceptions. That's that's generally not going to get get it done. Uh, offensive line. I mean, it just it, it was tough. It was tough. Uh, I'm glad we scored some points versus Kansas, unlike Kansas State. But you know, hey, you got to play the game, and, and everybody's got it's football. It's not uh, t-ball, right? So I mean, injuries happen. You, you hope you're prepared for that, and I don't know. You got to move on, pick yourself up, and uh, move on to the next game. I think there's been some good parity in college football minus Georgia. Uh, I think uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of really good games, you know, uh, over the course of the year. I'm looking forward to a, the good, you know, next four, five, six weeks to close out the college football season into bowl season. So I don't know. I, I'm Stephen. I'm proud of you. You know, you're maybe you're turning over a new yeah. leaf. Maybe you're getting, you know, more mature. You're realizing, hey, there's more going on here, like uh, in, in the world than just football. But I also, hey, I, I cheer on Oklahoma State too. It hurts when we lose. But uh, I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of you, man. You know, I'm very proud of you. Well, he he didn't say how many uh, holes he had to drywall uh, patch. That that's fair. House, so that's fair. Yes. Oh man, yeah. But no, when we were when we uh, got absolutely curb stomped versus Kansas State, Mark was trying to be Mister Positive, and I wanted nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with my and, positivity. Uh, I got you. No, get the heck out of here with that. It's supposed to hurt, and <laughs> and yeah, I just I wanted to. Oh man, I was losing it. So, anyways, yeah, we can. Uh, what's next, guys? What's next? Well, are you uh, when you go to Aspen Coffee there in Stillwater? Do you go to the the Fountain Square location? Hmm. No, no, you got to go to the downtown one, Main Street. Main Street. Oh, that's, good. that's good. Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Let us know how it is. I ex- what we're I ex- talking about. That's good. That's good. <clears throat> Don't I expect worry. the toasted nuts uh, review of that for sure. Yes. Oh yeah, yes, um, yeah. But like I said, my my teams uh, suck too, um, so I can commiserate. I Stephen reminded me that the uh, so I contrary to popular belief, I do know a little bit about Google. So I went ahead and I typed. <laughs> uh, it had you know when you start typing, it has the uh, the auto you know suggestions, mm. and so I typed Purdue train and. Um, the first suggestion is actually Purdue train breakdown. Um, so <laughs> apparently the highlight of the game was the uh, train. You know, we've got the uh, the train, uh, the whole train theme, the Boilermakers, uh, world's largest drum, the whole thing. Um, but uh, apparently the train uh, broke down on, on the way out. Mm. And that was um, for sure some sort of uh, symbolism as to as to the season just can't get going so they they take it in the shorts uh colts take it in the shorts uh cowboys on by 
Um, so, but uh, we'll we'll get into that next game. That's kind of a big one, uh, more symbolism than anything. Um, I'll, I'll be asking Marnak about the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys upcoming uh, upcoming game. But I got some a little bit of big news. So uh, at the uh, my my place of work, we've got a, an auction that goes on every year. And I was talking mm. with my with my fiance. It's like, hey, you know, I've, I've, I'm bidding on this uh, Phil Mitchelson. It was spelled Mitchelson, Ooh, so I wasn't nice. sure of the authenticity. Offering, um, I was bidding on it, yeah, <laughs> and uh, it it had gotten above like one fifty or two hundred, and I gave up. And she's she was helping me bid, and she says, "Well, hey, there's these uh these sweet tickets to the Cowboys game. We may not get a chance to do that." And um, so she ended up bidding. Uh, we're go- going to the uh, the Cowboys Texans game um, in December in one of the suites there. So that's good. I've not been to Jerry world for any sort of game. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm looking forward to that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I just got to figure out what to wear. What what do you think about the store? What do you say? Yeah. Make sure you bring a wad of hundreds for uh, food and drink. (laughs) He's in the suite, man. Should I wear the W88? Yeah, yeah, true. Wear wear the jersey. Um, And he's he's in the, he's in the suite. So you're going to need to wear at least a sport coat. Um, yeah, at least oh, a sport coat, uh, probably <laughs> some white loafers. Um, <laughs> yeah, just look like a Miami drug lord, and you're gonna fit okay. right in in there in Dallas. White okay. collar, just think white collar crime. Oh, okay. the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it though. I think because uh, the Texans suck, it's a it's an early it's a noon game, so I'll be be making a day out of it. I will I will report back on that, but I'm I'm looking Man, forward to that. Nice. Um, a couple other things. So I I, I did want to ask just because Stephen has mentioned on multiple occasions that he's a Bills fan, and so I wanted to ask if if you all had any um, Bills nostalgia, any anything that from the uh, you know, the earlier days of the Bills, um, probably namely the 90s, if there was anything in particular that you remembered. Um, but unfortunately, it looks like Brady, Tom Brady and Giselle have decided to uh, mm. call it quits. Um, so they're uh, they just, I don't know, couldn't reconcile their differences. Um, I hope this season was worth it. They're they're uh, Tampa Bay's on top of Crap Mountain right now in that division. Um, so. I, I hope that was worth it because that um, they're definitely that kind of that uh, power couple, darling couple, uh, now divorced, and so I'm sure everybody's mm. waiting to see who they're going to move on to next. Um, that'll be all, all the story, I'm sure. But mm. uh, for the Bills, uh, Stephen, I'm going to go with you first because you you seem to be loving at least today's Bills. Is there anything you know about the the old school Bills? Anything that comes to mind when you think about some of their older teams? Well, so, I mean, they, they did have um, – oh, man, I'm losing it. The, the the famous quarterback. Jim Kelly. Jim, Jim Kelly. Kelly, yeah. Jeez. So that that's what I know. Please. Like, And, again, I'm not even sure if this was 90s. You're going to have to correct me on – But they, I know he was the famous quarterback. He really was, like, one of the first quarterbacks to really just, like, be a, you know, gunslinger. And, oh, and yeah. uh, I think, you know – um, uh, uh, Marino is up there, and there's uh, mm-hmm. there there's a couple others. Testaverde, I mean, yeah. So he's one of, like the first couple gunslingers, and 
Um, I mean, I know he's, he was a legend up there. I know he's since uh, passed of cancer, if I'm not mistaken. But that's – and, hey, you know, we did have uh, one of their Bills – most famous running backs is Thurman Thomas, which mm-hmm. is a, a poke, right? So that, that's kind of really what I know of the Bills in the 90s and just a bunch of lost Super Bowls. Four. Four Super yeah. Bowls in the 90s. Four in a two row. Two of which, yeah. Cowboys won uh, two of them, right? Yeah, two. Two two of them on mid-90s. 94, 95, was it? 94. Can't get the job done. Man, they were oh, yeah. so close. Who is the yeah. coach? Um, uh, Marv Levy. If Marv Levy. Marv Levy. Uh, great defenses. Anyway, uh, yeah, the Bills were great. I, but I remember watching those Super Bowls when the oh, Cowboys yeah. were in it. Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith. Baby. Michael Irvin. Anyway, I know yeah, we're talking the, Bills here, but geez, those some good Super Bowls. If it wasn't for the if it wasn't for the WGN uh, and having the Bulls on, I'm not sure any of my teams would have. Because I, you know, the <laughs> the Bills were kind of like the Braves, right? Like they, the Braves. Had oh, so you didn't get to teams. watch them? Well, I mean, the I would have watched whatever Bills games would have mm. been available in my local market. Um, but of course, because they were in the Super Bowl, I was was getting all of those, and so they had gotcha. they had Jim Kelly, uh, they had Don Beebe. They had Andre Reed, obviously Thurman, Bruce Smith was pretty nasty there on the, on the mm-hmm. defensive side. Uh, shout out to Pete Metzlars, if you remember him, sort of the OG tight end. No. <laughs> I remember um, the name. Yeah. But, you know, just to add insult to injury. So growing up as a kid, right, my, uh, my birthday's at tail end of uh, – January, we'll go ahead and leave that um, off the record just for uh, personal information, data privacy. Uh, but towards the end of January, and we used to, I used to have my birthday on the Super Bowl. And I can remember actually 1992, um, I guess I'll give it away. It was on the Super Bowl. And, and I remember that. And that was, of course, when the Bills were in it. And then, um, you know, what... Uh, Anybody remember what happened that might have shifted the Super Bowl to a later weekend? Oh, uh, 1992. No, I had something else. It wasn't in in 92, but at some point between 92 and today, something happened that shifted the Super Bowl a week. Well, it was 9-11. Wild card? 9-11, that's right. Wild card, yeah. Wild card weekend, yeah. (laughs) I should have been more specific. It wasn't Goodell. It was was, 9-11. Wait, how did that shift it? That Maybe shift I'm, it. Yeah, I'm confused. That was I don't that know. Shift, are you sure it wasn't like adding in wild card like that? To I me thought is like I was going with easy. like the, yeah, the, the change I, the playoff rotation, but yeah, yeah okay. Was, we got a lot what, of research what is to do for next. Maybe I just Jeez. conflated something in my mind. Yeah, like that was in September. <laughs> no, I mean like nine eleven September. Yeah, it'd be different 11. if like if if that that weekend around the eleventh they always took off and then it pushed out. You know, week eighteen later, whatever week seventeen later, but. Uh, I don't know, Mike. This I okay. think this is going to be a DOC next week. <laughs> and again, I have I nothing of... but mad respect for nine eleven and all that. But I I don't know how that changed the Super Bowl. But okay, all right. 
we we got a lot of research. We're gonna spend a lot of time Shit. in the public library. Me and Steven for next week. <laughs> that Dewey Decimal System card oh, card system. My uh, yeah, jeez, weeks. Yeah, I'll get maybe maybe some of the nineteen uh, twenty nineteen Encyclopedia Britannicals mm. may, be available for me to check out. <laughs> Those are nice. Those are nice. <clears throat> Uh, quick update on balls and mitt. So, um, had we done this last week, we would have been uh, talking a little bit more about the World Series. Um, so, I, I thought, you know, I thought it was pretty exciting. Little back and forth. Um, yesterday, the Strohs go ahead and uh, clinch it in six um, for their what is that? I guess it's probably their second World Series um, second. in yep. in six years, mm-hmm. five or six years. So. Yep, 2017 um, and 2022 to win. So I do want to ask if that changes in your mind, um, you know, some of their, their legacy and reputation, given that the first one was tied to the, the trash can uh, cheating incident. But um, one thing I will mention that was funny was uh, we talked a little bit about Mattress Mac. And so um, – I, it, I, it was either the first or the second game in Philly. I think it was. I think it was the first game mm. in Philly, which mm-hmm. would have been Game Three. Yep. Mattress Mac ends up going to the sheets um, with with somebody, and um, almost gets in a fight. And I, I think it was just some some swearing uh, back and forth. But um, that, in my mind, that was a bad move uh, because the team. You know, team. I, I feel like rallying mm-hmm. behind Mattress Mac, who's a, oh, who's a yeah. local legend and staple of the community here in Houston, and uh, and they didn't they didn't lose after that. So, um, I just I thought it was funny. Um, I guess even if you're reputable or not reputable, I don't really know businessman, but a pillar of the community, you still drop an f bomb every now and again, <laughs> especially when they're calling your your team out. And those fans in Philly, I'm sure, can get under people's skin. Uh, with their batteries and everything, but um, does this uh, does this change anything for you all in terms of of how the the Strohs and their legacy is viewed? It, uh, my take, um, man, this could go deep, but like, I, and I'm not a big on like the whataboutism and pointing fingers at other people, but at the time, some of the electronics that were being used were um, used by others. And I, I totally get that cheating is cheating, but uh, I think in the early days of, of all this, there was a lot going on across the league. And it definitely wasn't just the Houston Astros. A lot of teams complained about other teams that were doing this. I think there was even some complaints about it for the Phillies back in the 2009 season when they won. Um, you know, so it's, I don't know. I've read a lot about it because I mean, everybody keeps throwing it in the Houston Astros face and Houston's face. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to dig into this a bit. So it seems like there's a lot of gray area, and I'm not saying that cheating is right, but it seems like a lot of the stuff was going on back then. So that's my first point. My second point is I think they showed the stat for the number of people that were on the team back in 2017 that were there this year, and I think it was like four guys. Um, so I think the team has totally changed. The roster's different. The management's different. The ownership's different. The rules in the league are very different. So – I didn't need this win to change my mind. I think the team totally changed itself, totally changed the the makeup of what they're doing, their farm system, the ownership, the way they manage everything is different. And so I, I, if 
if you're an objective third party, which I, you know, I know that sports fans might not always be objective. I think this should hopefully help people say, all right, they clearly know how to win. They've won, you know, they've been to six ALCSs in a row and they've been to what four out of the last six world series. Uh, so to me, it's yes, this completely, I think should erase that part of the conversation. Clearly there's going to be Google that don't want to stop talking about it. I'm like, Oh, you're cheaters. Well, okay. Four of the guys are there and three of them weren't, aren't batters. Right. So, you know, it's like, okay, yes, Jose Altuve, I got it. But you know, I don't know. It's like you move on and uh, I, I think it changes everything. It should, it should end that conversation in my humble opinion. If you want to talk about 2017, fine. But then you got to talk about all the other teams at that time that were also, based on what I've read, doing extremely similar things. So I, I'm just like, meh, whatever. Uh, anyway, proud of the Astros. It was a lot of fun. Hopefully they do it again next year. Yeah, I think what I heard you say was if if you're if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Ain't cheating, ain't trying. <clears throat> I did not say answer. that. I said lots of people were doing things within the rules. I think the Astros mm. clearly went outside the rules, and I'm not I'm not trying to make excuses for them. Um, but I just I don't know. I kind of all the research I did, I was just like, hmm. It seems like there's a lot of teams that were doing this kind of electronic sign stealing stuff that was going on. Um, anyway, kind of crazy. Okay. Stephen, do you have any any comments um, before we move on? Well, baseball is 294 games a season. Uh, Th- no, 394. You know, oh, three, 394. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, I will say, like, I do think that this does with the fact that what, how many was like three out of the last four seasons? So they've been to the World Series. Maybe I'll said this, but I think for the fact of how many times they've gone now, let alone now won it again, uh, highly impressive. I think this should kind of uh, put a pin in all, all the haters. I think they're always going to get hate because they're the one that were caught, but again, uh-huh. everybody cheats. In every sport, it's just like the Patriots and other like it's just the teams that get caught, get caught, get crucified for everything else. But everybody cheats. They were blatant about it. Um, but I guess good for them for coming through. Got a lot of talent, got a lot of young young talent. So I think mm-hmm. they're good for a long time, especially uh with the good pitching staff they have. Uh-huh. So yeah. not a big baseball guy, but cool. Cool for them. Happy for the city. Yeah. And congratulations to the Phils too. They got they got hot at the right time. Had a good run too. Mm-hmm. Um, brought probably brought some joy to that city, but uh, ultimately more more heartache. But uh, Eagles still going strong. Eagles still looking good. Uh, yep, looking still hope real there. good. Keep an eye on the Flyers and the Sixers too. A um, couple quick things just to add around baseball so i was watching some baseball with some non-fans it was a question about can a fan reach over and steal a home run <laughs> uh, the answer to that is no it's called spectator interference. interference um there was there was some question around why the umpires wear blazers um and gray pants i have no idea uh, it looks like they're they're going into an office for work i don't, I don't have an answer to that um there was a question around who the Dusty Baker is. Oh, um, they baked bread. 
He bakes bread. <laughs> With a little bit of flour. Floury bread. Jeez. Um, and then lastly, why does the game start at 7.03 um, as opposed to like 7 o'clock? I looked that up and it's like to give time for when the broadcast starts at 7. But I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, the NFL games start at noon and they just start their stuff a little earlier. So I don't I don't really understand. Mm. It's for commercials. It's like the Super Bowl. It's the same thing. 524. They do it that way to make it uh, kind of a little bit off the normal uh, starting time just so they can sell more ad space. I heard that on the radio one time. I, I'm like, that's just so strange. Why do they do this? Some other people say it's also for security purposes and all that. I'm like, I don't know. It, anyway, it's all about making a buck. Uh, crazy, crazy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying it. I'm Man, not buying it. I hear but... you. All right. Um, so let's move on to uh, to Marnock, the mediocre. So I was going to ask Marnock who is going to win uh, the World Series. Uh, Astros. Sure would have picked Astros. Yeah. Well, that's a. I'm sure you would have picked I'd that one anyway. In the, I'd have gotten back into the win column with that one. Thanks. <laughs> well, too bad. So uh, my question is going to be, as I previously alluded to. Mike McCarthy, the mm. uh, current head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, previous head coach of the Green Bay Packers. So Dallas obviously having some success this season, even though their uh, division is a gauntlet. Uh, so the question is, will Mike McCarthy exact revenge and win against his former team, the Green Bay Packers, at Lambeau Field this week? What say you, Marnak? I'm going to a traditional nondescript white postal envelope. And the answer is, you better believe it. No. How I about mean, them Cowboys? I'm just, I think, I think this is the year that the Packers just aren't looking so hot. Aaron Rodgers. Not great. Not looking, I mean, I'm looking typical Rodgers. Uh, I'm not saying that they can't figure out some way to sneak into the playoffs, um, but I'm just I'm just not seeing that. Uh, Lambo is always a dangerous place to play. Uh, I I don't I don't know I just don't know how they how yeah I mean they're just not playing great. You don't um, think you don't think Rogers and whoever else will have just a little bit extra motivation. To beat McCarthy? I mean, yeah, maybe, but I don't think that – yeah, I, again, I don't know how he left. I don't think he left on terrible terms, right? I mean, it was just like, hey, you know, they got fired because they, you know, just stopped winning. But, I mean, what are they like – I'm going to say they're they're woefully below 500, right? I mean, I, aren't they in that division yeah, with the, the, I, the with Vikings Minnesota. are winning? Yeah, the yeah. Vikings have lost once and everybody else is like – who wins six or something? something yeah, like the that. Lions, Bears, and Packers. Yeesh, are pretty like bad. it's it's, and then you got the NFC South. I think also when I looked at it earlier today, it's like no one's above five. No one's even at five hundred. And it's like Tampa Bay's at four and five or something. So I, I just don't. If the Cowboys play their game, and I know it's at Lambeau, they should win. Period. That, their defense is too good. Green Bay's just all over the place. Dak's back. You got Ezekiel Elliott, Pollard. You got the Wide receiver. I just don't see it. If if the Cowboys play their game, they protect the ball, they should win. Period. 
Dallas is a uh, four and a half point favorite. It's probably more like seven or eight, given that you get three for playing at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is um, this is a little it's a little disappointing for me because this this surely it's I think it's a three it's the three twenty or whatever game surely yes. would have been a classic you know Buck Aikman yep America's mm-hmm. game of the week but uh, I don't I don't know who it's going to be now so. Um, I do think it'll be worth watching. I just oh, I yeah. did just to prove Stephen wrong again. I just did a, a, some quick googling, googling even, oh, and uh, I saw that uh, they said the relationship between McCarthy and Rogers was toxic. So um, it'll be interesting to see. I, I haven't been watching all the Packers games, but they have also been taking it in the shorts, not having a great not, season. So not good. Not good. Be, I will be interested to watch that one this week. I'm I'm with you and I know you gl- yeah you glanced over it. You glossed over it. I'm just not happy with the announcing this year. And I don't want to yeah. take over the show, but I just it is not good. Outside of a couple instances. And I, I the the Packers Cowboys game demands better announcing and yuck even the world series i'm gonna say it like the smoltz whatever that dude was it was so homered i mean they wanted the phillies it's just not good just wait not is good. it better with joe buck calling the world series fair that guy's he's out there but at least he gave it a you know fair shot i mean some of the comments that were being made like it was like he's never gotten out of this before presley's never gotten five outs before you know, just these Things you're like, dude, I get it. You well, want the team just from fact. Philadelphia? Yeah, it, it was it, it was, was too fact. much, man. But I watched some football games this weekend. It was just it's just bad. Like I, I don't know. It's like it's just bad. And I, I don't know. I, I we we grew up in an era of great announcing, and oh, I, yeah. I I miss it. You know, I miss those guys. And uh, anyway, that's all. Yeah, if you go back to when Johnny Miller bowed out. Since then, and that, yes. you know, now Faldo left, and this entire shakeup with uh, with the NFL, and I guess I don't know when Lundquist hung it up. I mean, it's just yeah, it's just it's not the same. It's not the yep. same. Yep. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't mean to deviate there, Mike, but uh, I mean you got the the Packers Cowboys, and we yeah. got. You know, just we'll, we'll see who it is. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be their their top team. But uh, which I think is what uh, Greg Olson and I don't. Know, I yeah. think he's the color guy, but I, I don't remember who the um, main guy is. But I think he's a top Fox guy now, taking over for. But he, he, okay, we got Thanksgiving coming up, and you know one of the best things about the Thanksgiving Day. You know, remember when they used to award the the turkey legs and the turkey? You know the. The all Madden team, and, and anyway, it's just uh, that that's all that some of that mystique is gone, yeah. and uh, that's, anyway, what I, that's what I've been saying. The mystique gone, anyway. Back right. to you, well, Mike. Sorry, Marnak. Uh, no, it's okay, Marnak, a uh, homer. So, uh, so he'll be, <laughs> be looking for a win there. So, we'll see if, if Rogers can uh, Rogers. reach reach deep and bring out use some of that hatred against McCarthy to uh. Mm. Furnish a W. All right. So, uh, Department of Corrections, we had, uh, if, you, if you don't count the um, ex post facto, which was actually correct, uh, my mm. usage of that credit to me, Stephen. Mm. Um, 
if you don't count that one, we had two weeks in a row uh, where we were we were clean. Um, so we have more than made up for that with with the last episode. Good for us. Back wow. to uh, back to shooting from the hip. Um, so start with me. Uh, I mentioned that the Florida Georgia game was in Athens. That was, of course, um, incorrect. That was a, a neutral field game, and um, thankfully Stephen knew the how that factored into the whole uh, count for home and away games. Um, mm-hmm. So that was in. That was in Jacksonville, and I think that – oh, man, I want to say they actually lost that game by 22, so I think they were right on the line, Marnak, but um, that, of course, was in Jacksonville. I thought the line was 21. I, I was pretty proud of myself. Either way, it was it was oh, pretty close. Yeah. Um, so, Stephen, you mentioned – so I asked if anyone knew who Bruce oh. Bochy was, and you <laughs> said he was a uh, hockey coach. Hockey. Hockey. Um, I guess you were thinking of Bruce, uh, Bruce Bonus. Um, Not but, Bruce uh, Bonus. There is a, um, <laughs> the old but the Caps coach that won it for the Caps. Uh, uh, Listener Chad. Anyway, Bruce Bruce Boudreau, uh, who's the Canucks, Boudreau. who's current currently the <laughs> Canucks. There head we coach. go. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, so, um, either way, too old of a coach for Steven. I think he's in his late sixties. Um, but too old uh, of a coach. He won it. He won it with the Caps the other uh, with Ovechkin a couple years back. Okay, okay. But he uh, he's he's out in Vancouver now. Um, but don't you know? Don't look now, Steven. So I guess in one of life's great ironies, uh, bonus stays. Um, I I think it's division. Same division as the stars. Yeah, but you want to um, look and see who's at the top of the division and second yeah, look, in the conference. Look mm. who's close behind, though. Look who's close behind. Close behind does not equal in front or better. Rick Bonus, sleep with one eye open, Stephen. One eye open. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not worried at all. I'm not worried at all. It's okay. season's young, but you'll Win- see. Winnipeg having a good season, too. Um. So Stephen, you mentioned and you asked for you asked that we didn't DOC. So I'm I'm not really going to harp on this one, but it was something about like fair fair wins and good trade. <laughs> it it is the same. Um, and, and I just that was didn't the, get it right. No, it's, you were you were you had it right. The spirit was right. It was it was a translation of Buenos Aires. So it's it's um, fair mm. winds and following seas um, is the mm. saying. So you you were right. So fair winds was one of the translations, and that was uh. That is a saying for for good luck, um, if you will. And then, Mark, you asked for it. Oh, come you on! You said you said department. I believe the quote was Department of Corrections. Me on that. Um, and so it was actually oh. McElroy was one of four players. You had said one of three players. He's actually oh, one geez. of four players to win three majors before the age of twenty five. Um, okay. Can you name Jeff, who the fourth is, other than? Uh, Nicholas and Tiger. Nicholas, Tiger, Rory. Mm. He's recent. Morikawa? No. No, he's two. I got it. It's not Kripka. Kepka? It's not Kupka. Oh, not Mm -hmm. Kupka. I'm like, no way. Yeah. Uh, Let me know if you need some help. mm -hmm. Phone a friend. All right, go ahead, Stephen. Speed. That's right. Really? I thought he was I thought he was a little older than 25. Okay. My bad. Yeah, Jordan Speed. Okay. 
Good. Um, Mark, when did you uh, when did you when did you graduate from OSU? <laughs> what year was that? Nineteen twenty-six. That's what it feels like. Because you, well, you I've already told you this. I was there from ninety-eight to two thousand two. Okay. Okay. That's on me then, because you mentioned you went to school with Charles Howe, and uh, he he turned pro in two thousand. So okay. Yeah. I saw him at a uh, Big 12 championship and the NCAAs. Uh, what was that? My, I don't know. I have to, I'll, I, I, I'm, okay. I don't remember. Sophomore year, whatever that was. So, yeah. Was Whether or not year. you had any classes. I mean, that, you know, that's oh, like no, saying. Oh, no, we did not I go to class this. together. No, yeah. correct. Um, okay, Mark. So, here, this is a bit of a technicality. Okay. Uh, so, you mentioned. <sighs> You mentioned when you were reviewing your Patagonia beer that you oh, were yeah. using a, a tango dancer scale, which oh, I think yeah. is a a bit of a analogy uh, mix match, if you oh. will. Okay. Because you gave a quantity of tango dancers, whereas really you should have done some caliber of dancers, like you know, one Ooh. out of five being someone with two left feet. That's and fair. five out of five being like Fred Astaire, so okay. I think you, I, I think you did a, a mix oh, match. That's acceptable. And that's acceptable. I, mix I'll master. Take that one there. Yeah. Mix master. LBJ um, six thirty five. Stephen, Stephen, your command of the Spanish language never disappoints. Continues <laughs> to disappoint, even uh, as the lead of the classroom. Yeah, yeah. Even as the. Uh, hey, I uh, never said I did good at foreign language. Did well. I speak, I speak Texan Jeez. first, English second, and <laughs> I dabble in Spanglish. Okay. You were uh, you were talking about the the tequila offering you had last week, and you were saying resposado, and uh, it's uh, it's actually reposado, and I I didn't reposado. look up what that, what that means, but uh, despacito, despacito. It's uh, no bueno. Ay, caramba. Yeah. <laughs> um. Mark, you mentioned uh, you mentioned sweep the leg when I said uh, Tony Larusa. Of course, that's uh, Karate Kid Larusso. <laughs> I know, um, that's, it was kind of a play on. You words. also mentioned that the Trois was international, um, which I is mean, funny because I used to is. say that I used to say that when I moved to New Jersey, I got an expat because um, yeah. that that was like another country. But uh, I'm sure the Trois. Similar, but very close to uh, very, very close, close to Canada. Very close. Yeah. You can, can spit see on Canada. It. You can oh, from yeah. Detroit. Yes. Um, and then Stephen, you mentioned that I, I, I don't know if your intent was that mm. Patagonia was both a beer company and a clothing <laughs> oh, company at the same time, go. but it's it's not. Oh, they they're separate yeah, companies, and they are oh. are either currently or were involved in some litigation there over. Uh, Marker or copyright mm. issues. Mm. Okay, so that was uh, that was quite a bit of work, and I we've uh, wow. busy, already got busy several week. this evening. Yeah, I especially if Stephen does a little research, I'm going to be in big trouble. <laughs> I'm going to be at the top of the leaderboard next week. All right, so let's uh, let's go ahead and round out the evening with local knowledge. I'm going to start with the old man. Well, you guys heard the threats from last week about me, and you know. I, I thought about I thought about striking until Stephen got kit, or Stephen got oh. Alker on here. But I, I I thought I thought better. Than I you. would never I would never stoop so low to strike. Uh, <laughs> oh, here we period. go. 
it's because but, I'm working for a company out of Michigan. I'm learning their ways. Yeah, you the unions. Frugal. Uh, all I, I'm not. You know, I don't. This is a podcast about a lot of good stuff and all, all things happy and joyous. So I won't bring the pod down, but I will confirm to you that I have. Uh, so I, I tell you guys to cherish your loved ones. And I encourage you to do that each and every day and whenever it presents itself. I can confirm to my podcast co-hosts here that I have reached out uh, to um, to find uh, not only I, I know how to find one brother. Uh, I'm reaching out to find the other brother in light of some family things that are going on. So I can confirm that I have found a way to uh, engage both brothers. Um, it has not been done yet. Uh, but it will be, we're, we're waiting on some additional news this week and, uh, yeah, uh, that, that I can confirm will happen. Um, that's it. I'll leave it at that. That's my one piece of local knowledge. Uh, the other, uh, piece of local knowledge is for my, my, uh, you know, I believe that Halloween is a great holiday to get candy, but it also marks the, and this is, I think a segment we can talk about. It demarcates when you can start to decorate for Christmas. Mm. And so the Snyder house shortly after the strike of 1201 midnight, 12 midnight on November 1st, put up the first Christmas decoration as is tradition here. Uh, and you know, I, we get some flack for it, but I can tell you, as driving around the neighborhoods, there's Christmas lights up, there's Christmas trees and houses. Um, so, to all of my early decorators for Christmas, don't be ashamed. Live your best Christmas decoration life now. You know, I believe Halloween's good for a purpose, but it also tells you when you can start decorating for Christmas. The Snyder House, fully adorned with Christmas decor, uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, until we have to turn it all off at night when we go to bed. Uh, then it gets a little bit long. It takes like 20 minutes to turn off all the freaking lights. Um, but anyway, cherish your loved ones and don't be afraid to decorate for Christmas. It's never too early. It's a little Local It's knowledge. a little early. It's a little early. Oh, here we go. Come on. I, I feel like our tradition was always more like around the Thanksgiving time frame. But, you know, given... Given how much people love the fall and love decorating, I don't, I don't blame you. It's like when Halloween's over, it's, you know, you might as well, you might as well move on to Christmas because mm -hmm. technically Thanksgiving, well, and they, you know, you can, you can reuse some of those pumpkins and other things for, for we do. So we have a yeah. little fall area. Don't get me wrong. And we'll leave it out on the porch. We have a fall pumpkin display, but man, we are all into Christmas here. All in. So all in. So Stephen, does that uh, satisfy? Are you back? Are you back? You can keep striking if you want. It's up to you. Strikes oh, over. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. strikes over. Right. But hey, I'm still on union pay, so I'm off. Uh, <laughs> yes, you, know, you are. I'm just you know, just doing whatever. Uh, yeah, this week I had to really kind of dig and kind of figure something out, but um, I think you know, just local knowledge is is trying like and making new foods. Been really enjoying doing new stuff um there again it, we're not even talking smoker i've been crushing it out there guys as, as you well know <laughs> but even just new stuff inside got a uh good deal costco mike i know that's a future topic mm. costco got a real nice uh, dutch oven there and been making some good good recipes and that thing so i just again i, I think i need to um 
think you need to start like an Instagram channel for like you oh, know, yeah. food making and all that. You know, I need to come up with my own recipes because I can't copy other recipes and, and take it as mine, some trademark stuff. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm telling you, just it's fun trying new stuff, making new stuff, because for a while we just got really bored with eating the same thing. And now we're, we're our uh, palates are now opened up to a whole new world with all this new stuff. Mm. So it's been fun, fun trying to make a new food. Did you, before this year, did you consider yourself a gourmand? Like, did you, did you cook? Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we've always cooked, but it's always been kind of like basic and like, you know, fast and easy, more cooking than like, you know, putting a whole lot of time and effort into it. But uh, yeah, with, with the smoker and, and like I said, this new Dutch oven, I'm telling you, we're world's the oyster now. I'm telling you, we're, we're making gourmet stuff over here, guys. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'll let you in on a little intellectual property here since we're business partners. Ooh. I think yes. since you love the fish, there's got to be something on the word, on the, the plural of the, the word haddock. Like that's got to be, you got to, mm. you got to fi- figure that into mm. your handle or your code word. Well, we got to, you know, we've had so many people stealing stuff from us, Mike, with, you know, this week in golf. Oh, yeah. Uh, and some other thing. I think I, I got to, we got to trademark that really fast because we're getting picked off here. <laughs> Our <laughs> listeners, we're just getting, uh, you know, every, every fun new witty thing we come up with, these people are stealing it. We're not getting any, uh, any kickback from it, you know? Yeah. So well, that's be done okay. That. It mm. motivates us to continue to continue to innovate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, uh, Hey Mark, does the name Scott Kirby ring a bell? Scott Kirby. Yeah. Scott Kirby. Uh, I don't know why I just went to the Georgia coach, but that's probably a different Kirby. Uh, yeah. That's Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart. There you go. Uh, it should well, Scott, probably. Scott Kirby know. is the CEO of United, and I'm oh, wondering. That's right. Did you write to him to ask him to bring back the pretzel rolls yet? I have not. That uh, has not happened. Correct. I am on. I'm officially on strike until <laughs> you get the pretzel rolls back on all okay. international and domestic flights on on United. Scott Kirby. Yes. Okay. Wow. Love you guys it. strike pretty easily. I, I I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike's from the North. He's going to Michigan a lot. I got this Michigan tie now. There's something about this union. It's nice. You're mad at anything. Oh you just God. strike yeah. until you get it. It's kind of great. I understand why there's unions. <laughs> and understand why companies don't want there to be unions. Oh. Well, right. Well, I'm also because. management, so I'm, I'm management, so I'm also off strike already. Um, okay. I wanted to ask you if you if you think about things like afflictions, hmm. if you think about biting the inside of your mouth or your lip, hmm. that's number okay. one. A, a separation of a nail, you know, you get that little separation of your nail in between the the side of your nail and the nail mm-hmm. itself, or at like a hang nail hmm. where there's some dry okay. skin at the top. That's number two. Mm-hmm. And number three is a burn. If you had to, mm. if you had to rank those in terms of what you wanted, what what would you rank those? Good night. What like one is in I want it or three is like what what like best or like worst the best or 
Yeah, the so so the thing that you name first is the thing that you would most tolerate. Um work last for me is biting the lip. Yeah. That is the most or the least painful for you? Probably the not most painful, but most annoying because then I gotta chew slower. Cause like mm. once you bite it one time, you're like twenty thousand yep. times more susceptible to biting it again. Oh, so like yeah. it always comes in multiples. Uh did that a couple weeks ago and I think I did it over a span of two days. I think I bit it three times. <laughs> um mm-hmm. don't ask me what I was eating and why so fast. Uh probably what I can handle the most is like is fingers. Uh, that one doesn't bother me much because I'm when I'm bored. Uh, I will kind of chew nails, so I'm used to kind of having mm. some finger pain. Ugh. And thing mm. I most middle, what's the middle one again? What burn. Was so burn. Burn. So yeah, burn. You're probably getting tons of burn these days with all the cooking you're doing. What, mm. Mark, exactly. what about you? Uh, I, I hate biting my lip in the inside of my mouth because then I keep biting it. So to me, that's yep. the worst. I hate yep. it. I hate it. I hate it. I did it about a week ago. I finally had one. Like it was at the precipice of being gone, and I bit into a pretzel and hit the thing again, and it is back. And I mean, I literally want to just cut that part of my mouth out and be like, "All right, I'm gonna wait for it to heal." So I hate it. I hate it when I bite my lip or my mouth anywhere in there, and it just like you keep hitting it with your teeth or a piece of food. Oh, I hate it. I'd rather. I I mean, I don't want to be burnt, but I'd rather be burnt with the hangnail or the cuticle thing. Yeah, it's oh, I, I totally it. agree. Yeah, just uh, just take your time. Try not to to bite anything because the other ones mm-hmm. you can. Yeah, when you put a little cold water, or some I don't right. know aloe, right. or you know, you I, I always put a band aid around my finger mm-hmm. if I get one of yes. those. That's that's a little pro tip uh, for the listeners. Uh, but yeah, biting biting your lip, and then you know you you forget about it. You're chewing real hard, and then you just mm-hmm. you just chomp down on it, and it's hurts like a son of a gun mm-hmm. um last thing for me uh you know advice for the listeners especially as you get older just you know make sure you got something to look forward to and uh, even even if it's something something tiny so this uh this friday heading over to uh american airlines uh gonna see stars play i don't i don't know who i forget who they play but uh going after work and uh, looking forward to that nice. they, one they of my favorite the things yeah, I it's it's a cool experience, right? Because you get a, you get a lot of stoppage in terms of play, and then they start pumping in the jams. Um, it's just kind of a different crowd. There's a bit of chill in the air in there, and then if they ever light the lamp um, on our side, you get that big horn uh, that goes off, and there's just some sort of little bit of adrenaline that comes with that. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's a and, nice place to watch out. And watch keep an eye on the. Keep an eye on the big screen in there because stars like social media and like media people are fantastic. So they always have some good, good jokes and stuff like that. So so keep an eye on the jumbotron. Hmm. Well, like a kiss cam? No, no. Come on, that's so like four <laughs> years ago. No, what they do is they'll like you know put up a picture of like a random like movie or show character that you know the person looks a little goofy, and then they'll find somebody in the crowd that looks like them. Um, so it, okay. they, they, they do funny stuff like that. They're, they're actually like really good. They they won't make the rounds like probably twice a season on social media, like with something funny that they did. So stars stars uh, media is pretty dang good. Okay, and they they play the uh, San Jose Sharks, um, so ah. probably won't be much of a game San anyway. San Jose Sharks, got it. 
right. Well, that's going to do it. Uh, another one in the books. Thanks, everyone, for joining Weekend at Berkman's. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week. Take care.